There are many similarities between the famed white flight from the 1950s to the 1970s from the cities and the suburbs and traditional Catholic flights from the Norvis Order parishes to parish offering traditional Catholic liturgy. One of those similarities is their end destination. Something to think about, and we'll get into that this show. Hovering over the skies of a post-Christian society, we have spotted a man with a donut in one hand and rosary beads in another. Child, I'm about to whoop Satan's behind. He is boldly proclaiming truth and reason like no rigid Catholic ever has before. The David L. Gray Show begins now. Welcome back to the David L. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason. I know it's been a long time, but I'm happy to be back. I hope you miss me because I certainly miss you. I took a little break just to get settled into my new life here in Germany. Also to spend some time building the foundation of my 39-part lecture course on the Catechism of the Catholic Church, where I'm connecting with uh, what we believe with how we worship, basically the Lex Arendi, the Lex Carindi, the Lex Vivendi. That's his law, Latin for the law of what is prayed, is the law of what is believed, is the law of what is lived. And this is the most essential thing about our Catholic faith. We have to know not only what we believe, but how to live that out, how to, how to apply that in real life. So that's what my course on a catechism is about. You can watch the videos for free at stdominicsmedia.com or listen to it anywhere where you get your podcast. If you listen to it on Apple, please leave a review. Also, while you're listening here, please like this show on YouTube. I'm trying to build my my um, my platform back up on YouTube, so please assist. Thank you. Hit that like button. Also, don't forget about my weekly podcast, Liturgical Sense of the Readings at Mass. Or again, I'm connecting our readings at Mass with how we worship, with how we live our faith. Big shout out to all my patrons on Patreon.com and YouTube, all the YouTube members who help support my work, who help pay the bills around here. Click on the link below if you want to join me on Patreon and become a lifetime member of St. Dominic's Media thereby, where you'll have access to all of our courses, the paid ones um, as well, and um, access to all of our digital titles of all of our print books on digital media. But here's something for you to think about. I think traditional Catholic flight has yielded similar results in many Norvis oral communities as the effect that so-called white flight had on many cities throughout our country. The sudden or gradual abandonment of various European-American ethnicities from cities such as Detroit and Cleveland, Oakland, Chicago, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Kansas City, and a bunch of others, off to build the suburbs. White flight started in the 1950s, but sped up significantly after the rise in 1968, after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. For example, in the 1950s, the city, the city of Chicago had been 85.9% um, consisting of European Americans and fell to 76.4% in 1960, to 65.6% in 1970, to 49.6% in 1980. That's white flight. But it wasn't only those European ethnicities fleeing the cities. We also witnessed the black bourgeoisie flight, that segment of the black American culture that had, had higher incomes, oftentimes college degrees, 
who were the educators, business owners, and other professionals who lived in the cities and moved off to the suburbs. So today we complain about how violent our cities are, how they're run by Democrats, how the schools there are horrible, policing bad, hospitals bad, overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants owning all the liquor stores and pawn shops. But we never take accountability for the fact that it was because the conservative and the traditional value leaders of those communities left. And they took their stable families, their stable income, their stable values, took them away. And something, in their absence, something had to fill that leadership a moral vacuum. And something did fill it up. Poverty. And all of the associated elements. Crime. High high school dropout rates. Fatherless homes. Underfunded schools due to now lower property values. And all the elements of that hopeless cycle. What white flights also took with them, eventually, was their Catholic churches. While their parents might have still returned to the old neighborhood for a while, then to their ethnic Irish, Italian, German, and Polish churches, their children, the baby boomers, did not. Right after Vatican II, they started building their suburban parishes with their ugly designs, only befitting the liturgy that many thought was ugly as well, that had as a centerpiece an ugly children's liturgy. Largely, the black bourgeoisie class did not integrate well into those parishes, but to this day, they still return to their old depressed neighborhoods where their Catholic church has always been, despite the fact that none of them live there in those communities anymore, which means they don't evangelize there. Now, with declining Catholic enrollment and sustainable parishes, no longer attached to those once thriving schools, the Catholic inner city schools were soon to close and to be replaced with kitchens, soup kitchens, and homeless shelters. It happened rather sudden that white flights in their failed suburban Catholic parishes began producing fewer vocations, fewer marriages, fewer baptisms, much fewer confirmations, due to our mistake of not baptizing children, not, not giving them the sacrament, the, the, the completion of the sacrament of baptism is a sacrament of confirmation. So this idea we have that we don't do them both at the same time, and instead have this weird arrangement where we give years later a sacrament of penance and reconciliation before we give confirmation. That, that weird thing coupled with just poor catechesis led to fewer Catholics, fewer marriages, and overall just a liturgical experience that many Catholics found not to be promoting the the cause of holiness. All this together, some Catholics just wanted for themselves, their spouse, and their family. They just wanted better. And I think it reached a point during the pontificate of Pope Benedict XVI that led to a gradual sudden abandonment of those Norris Ordo communities for a more traditional Catholic church, a more traditional Catholic liturgy, such as the Reformed Roman Rites that we call the traditional Latin Mass. So just as white flight had its benefits of creating suburban communities with better schools, better hospitals, better policing, better homeowners associations that made sure everyone's grass was cut and no one painted their house hot pink, trad flight also had many positives. 
such as like-minded people of faith, were around each other again. The seriousness of the traditional liturgy helped people grow in their faith and help families communicate a faith and a faith tradition to their children that was consistent with what they believed. Father was no longer talking about strange and aversion ideas in his homily. Trad flighters didn't have to worry about silly theme liturgies and LGBT committees. Neither was there a committee in a church that was helping illegal immigrants break the law. The parish council and a bunch of liberal feminists were not running the parish, and boys were able to discern their call to the priesthood as altar servers without the stigma of doing something girls do. And to be sure, any church with altar girls will, will always have fewer teenage boys who are interested in altar serving for the same reason that most high schools, in most high school, boys are not interested in being cheerleaders. Typically, boys want to do things that only boys do. I'm not opposed, strongly opposed, to altar girls. My youngest daughter was one. But I have to admit that she was one because the parish that we were at needed her to be. Because older boys did not want to do things they saw girls doing. So there was a vacuum there, a gap that needed to be filled. So traditional Catholic flight has immensely helped traditional Catholics. Just as white flight and black bourgeoisie flight helped those people as well. I have absolutely nothing against people who have the means to do better, to do better. It is a fact that rich people like living around other rich people. It is also a fact that poor people do not like living around poor people. Black athletes and musicians who find themselves wanting to keep it real by hanging around poor blacks and show that they're, they, they're still down for the cause and still staying connected to the hood in a poverty mindset, oftentimes find themselves dead. So I have no problem with people escaping problems. I'm an evangelist for the upgrade lifestyle within the moral limits. I also have no problem whatsoever with some types of segregation. Statistically, schools with kids with the same gender, they just perform better than mixed gender schools. And with all things equal, such as funding and teachers of equal ability, schools with kids of the same culture, they just perform better than schools with mixed cultures because kids have enough problems to worry about than the, the, the pressures of adults trying to force them into cultural and gender diversity. There is a reason why in any lunchroom, kids eat lunch with kids they have something in common with. It may look like all the white kids and all the black kids and all Hispanic kids are eating lunch separately. But upon deeper inspection, we'll see that, oh, okay, who are these white kids who are eating together? We might say, okay, well, well, those are actually white band members there who are eating lunch together. What about the black kids? Oh, those are black athletes. Oh, those are the Hispanic kids. They all, they all, they all belong to the, they all live in the same neighborhood. Humans just like being around other people they have something in common with. So trad flight makes sense on that basic level. Therefore, I'm not here to demonize traditional Catholic flights. Fear to flight is just basic animal brain behavior. 
It is also humans doing what humans have always done, survive. But at the same time, traditional Catholics should take some measure of accountability for the continuing decline and take over other Norris Ordo parishes for the very same reason that people who left the inner city should take some measure of accountability for what took their place after they left. Not responsibility, but accountability. I'm, I'm not saying that traditional Catholics need to return to the Norris Ordo and clean it up, but that we should take some measure of ownership of the cost of our decision to leave the Norris Ordo Parish in the hands of Susan from the Parish Council. Trad flights left no guardrails in place in many of these parishes. With trads gone, there was no disagreement between everyone else who stayed behind. No one was pushing back against the liberal agenda. No one was stepping up to promote reverence and orthodoxy. You've seen in mass nightmares. So you see now this the 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 theatrics of the whole thing, right? <laughs> and everyone out there and what we can legitimately call at this point an audience, right? It's not people gathered for worship. No, it's it's transition now to an audience. And Father here, he's the performer, and he brought up some props, right? So, so we have the props, we have the performer, and we have some participants from the audience, which are children, right? And everyone's just watching the children go up, acting like they like it. I mean, who doesn't like watching kids play? Right? I even like watching kids play for a little while. Um, <laughs> but... That's what's going on here. So these these priests who feel as though to give a good homily, they have to bring props and have people participate and put on these theatrics and plays. I think it really, it, it takes away from the mass, don't you think? But let's see. The object is to get that green and you got to, Pull it across uh, the red cone, okay? On the count of three. One. Oh, hold on a second. Don't don't go don't go too far. You didn't bring your gloves? Yeah, I got a better grip now. I might need it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. On the count of three. One. Three. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Whew. Okay, grab a seat. Nice job, guys. Okay. Right. Evelyn, where did you go? Evelyn? Where did you go? Where did you and your family go? Why did you leave me? <laughs> I don't know why you're back there, but we're not even close to that part of the Mass yet. So why don't you all come back up? We're not even close to doing that. I know you're going to present the gifts. That's not for another three or four minutes. So come on back. 
This is your first communion mass. I don't want you to miss a minute of it. <laughs> Mom and Dad, come on back. Okay. Evelyn, Evelyn, where did you go? Where did you go, Evelyn? Evelyn, where did you go? Come back, Evelyn. Evelyn, where did you go? Left to their own devices due to trad flight, this is what happens. It's all, it's all just a show. It's all just a performance, my friends. Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. someday would be standing in front of all of you in our Catholic Church talking about our family on Father's Day we would never have believed you. So with that in mind, if there's anybody watching today who may be in a similar place in their lives, listen closely for the next few minutes because I hope to show you that it gets so much better. We were both raised in very strong Christian households and understand the importance of family, which is why becoming fathers ourselves was never a question. In fact, on our first date, true story, we both admitted that we would want to get married and have children one day if that So these Skittles um, are giving a homily in a Catholic church. Um, during a sacred heart the month of Sacred Heart of Jesus, but they're celebrating pride. And now they're talking about right before everyone receives the Holy Eucharist, they're talking about their first date and how they said on their, their first date that they said they wanted to have children and get married. This is taking place in a Catholic church, children should never be left unattended for very long. Bad things happen. Trad flight left the children in charge. The Norris Order without any trad influence is basically a recapitulation of the movie Bugsy Malone. No adults around, always the balls in the pie face. Was trad flight the easy way out? Of course it was. Staying a fight isn't for everyone, especially for those with children. Some people just 
like the they, they just need to find a safe space. I get it. If trads had stayed, would they have been persecuted? Absolutely. A friend of mine just recently emailed me he's talking about how she had encouraged the RA teacher to teach the First Communion children how to receive on the tongue. And she was supported in her warm and friendly advice by the assistant RA teacher. But later was reprimanded by the pastor in the confessional. Doing his worst impression of St. Padre Pio, saying, Don't you have something else to confess? Like how you were, like how mean your tone was to the RE teacher? Some of these Novus Order parishes were already in bad shape. But due to trad flight, they became like the home Jesus spoke about in Matthew 12, where the evil spirit returned and found the home empty, swept, and in order. So the evil spirit went and found seven more spirits, more evil than it was, and they all came back and entered the person and lived there. So the person became worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation, Jesus said. And that is the condition of many of our parishes today and even some entire dioceses. While tried Catholics were off in their little corner, enjoying their safe little space, Satan is running amok of their former home. But don't worry. As White Flight communities found out, evil only spreads. It eventually finds your neighborhood. People who run eventually have to stand and fight. And that's when they learn that they should have never run in the first place, but stood their ground. Just something for you to think about. But until then, and until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours.